Hey, 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 happy October. It's like every year, I can't believe it's here. And yet I love that it's here because I love this time of year. You probably heard it every year during this time. I love the season change, the cooler evenings and the cooler mornings. And then we haven't yet in South Carolina gotten much leaf leaf change. However, Typically, it's the next two weeks. So I'm actually going this afternoon to take my daughter to the apple orchard. I think my parents are coming. My son is in football, so he has those obligations to stay and practice, but he has a game tonight. So it's going to be a really exciting day. I'm looking forward to it. And she is really looking forward to those apple cider donuts. Have you all ever had those before? I would love to hear from you wherever you live. So that's the thing here. So I'm in South Carolina. North Carolina is so close to me. I think we can get there in about 50 minutes to this particular apple orchard. And there's actually quite a few in the area, but most of them are similar to where they have uh, apple cider slushies and where you can buy gallons to bring home and they have all the different apples available. Hopefully they'll have their pumpkins out. I'm sure they will get a cute pumpkin for the front porch. And they make these warm apple cider donuts and they're just squishy and they're cakey. They're not gooey. They're so good. So she's excited about that. And I told my son and my older daughter I know y'all can't come, but I'm going to bring home some donuts for you. So I want to share that today. I'd love to hear from you and what weather is going on in your area, because we're at that season where a lot of us are really, truly enjoying that season. So I wanted to talk to you today in this podcast about honesty. You know that I have said one of the key players and game changers in this season or in this part of life of getting freedom from over drinking is getting really honest. And honestly, (laughs) no pun intended, honestly, that is the key player to most all personal growth, development, healing relationships with yourself and others. This is huge. So, and I also am going to softly mention, not really softly, I'm so excited about it. Y'all know I have been talking for a while now of creating something just for you that helps you stop over drinking on your own. However, you don't have to go to meetings. You don't have to out yourself on social media or in a meeting. You don't have to hide the amount you drink anymore and there will be a community. So I have created the Stop Over Drinking Roadmap and it's even specifically for Christian women. So I know that you're tired of over drinking and you know, deep down that this has become a problem for you and you're tired of feeling like you have to drink to have fun or deal with stress. And there, like I said, sometimes you're hiding it. I know that because I did it. I hid the amount I drank, but then you feel super guilty about it and you wish there was a way that you can do this. Well, I have created it and I have used my 10 step freedom framework that I've created with all my journey and all my learning and how I help even with my one-on-one clients inside of that. But this is going to be a more affordable option for you where you can dive right in. It's a six week journey and you'll get to do it from the comfort of your home. You'll have an online community inside of a Facebook group and you'll get me once a month in group coaching. It's going to be amazing. And here's what's going to help. This is what I'm going to teach you. 
These are just a few things. I'm just throwing it out there now so you can really start preparing for when this comes out. It should be ready in the next month, but I want to start telling y'all about it because this is just one episode and I know that y'all listen to different ones. Some of you are brand new starting from the beginning. We are, I'm already in 200 and something. I don't even know what this one is. 243 maybe. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm still recovering from that dry cough I've had. So listen, this is what you're going to learn. You're going to learn how to get honest about how you really feel about your relationship with alcohol. Truly make a commitment and stick to it. You're going to learn new routines and habits to combat alcohol cravings and just make your life more fun. We're going to rewire your thinking. I'm going to help you with emotions to how to feel them in a safe, not so scary way. Because as y'all know, emotions are my jam. I went for so many years in my life and not feeling anything. And now I feel it all and I'm not scared of it. Okay, that is huge because I know that you, so many of you are super scared to get honest and super scared to feel what you're feeling. Then I'm also going to teach you how to really evaluate the areas of your life that just seem out of alignment which you might call stuck so that you can find joy again, how to calm your anxiety without coping with alcohol, and so many tools and resources to help you with the habit, to really grow your faith and connect deeper to God, and to have the opportunity to be in a community. And you maybe can meet some women that you'll be friends the rest of your life. Some of my closest friends, I've told you all this before, are from Facebook groups and communities where we were on the same path, the same journey, and we really connected. And I want that for you during this process. Okay, so I'm just telling you about it now. Get ready. It's going to be a six-week course coming soon, and it's so affordable for you to be able to jump in to do this and begin walking out your journey of being set free from overdrinking. Enjoy the episode. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of overdrinking, even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch, or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Okay, like I've said, one of the key components to getting set free from overdrinking is honesty. Okay, today I want to let's zone in on physical and emotional health. Because I think it's important for us to get honest in different areas of our lives at different times. Okay, so physical, let's see what this looks like. What is alcohol really doing to my body? And this is something I'm going to walk through with you, just some things that popped up for me. And then I want you to commit to getting out a journal or getting out a notebook pad and writing all this down so that you can really see what it's doing to you. Because I know, because you've told me 
that you have concerns about your liver, or you have concerns about your, you know, belly fat, or you have concerns about your weight or how you're sleeping. And I get that because I was the same way in the beginning. There were the concerns, but I didn't really get clear on what is this really doing to me and why does this matter? So that is what this episode is about. So I want you to sit down and we're going to do physical first and then emotional. So what is alcohol doing to my body? Well, it could be causing me cancer, wrinkles up my skin, dries me out, makes me look older. It hurts my brain and all my internal organs. If we were to break down and Google the science around alcohol and how it affects all the organs, there is plenty of documentation there. It makes me gain weight, not only because it helps to me to get more hungry when I crash, <coughs> it also causes insulin resistance. We get glucose spikes, our body hangs on to fat. I've been learning so much more about this lately, just for my own journey, being in, being in perimenopause at 48 years old. And how important I've noticed my body's changing. It's not adapting as well with certain foods or the way I've snacked before. So I'm learning more about glucose and spikes and how this affects everything. So hormones, that's the next one. It affects my hormones because of what it's doing to my brain and what my brain is secreting to fight the toxin is throwing off everything. Whether you're low in some areas or you're high in cortisol, pretty much you're going to be, your cortisol levels are probably staying well over the normal range if you're drinking daily. And that plays a huge role on your overall health. It affects my sleep and my body's healing capabilities. So sleep is not only because we need sleep and we could not function without it, but that is when our body's restoring and healing and digesting. That's why they talk a lot about Intermittent fasting, or at least at least fasting, you know, 10 to 12 hours at the minimum, like a normal night, so your body can do its job and heal. It also contributes to nutrition, nutrient deficiencies. If we're drinking, we cannot absorb nutrients the same. It just doesn't happen. So that's huge. And if we can't get nutrients the same, and I know majority of you are 40s and up. Like I do have listeners in their 20s and 30s, but I also have listeners in their 60s and 70s. I'm actually working with a couple clients right now, one-on-one, that are mid-60s. So I know where you are and you're either in perimenopause, menopause, or you're past it. But at the end of the day, your body requires a certain amount of nutrients and you're not getting what you need for an optimal health life and lifestyle. And I know you want it, but yet you're still stuck in the cycle of the drinking. So this is why this is so huge for you to get super, super clear on what you know is going on and what you can imagine is probably going on. If you don't know for sure, you can even look some stuff up. So what else? I want you, if those, those are all true for all of us, if we're drinking on a regular basis that I just listed, and I want you to write to keep writing. Continue a list on some things that you've noticed that is affecting your physical health. Great. Next, emotional. How is alcohol affecting my emotional health? 
It numbs my emotions, so I don't really even have a clear idea what I feel about certain things. How are you going to heal your relationships, heal your relationship to yourself? How are you going to do all these things and grow and create a life you love if you're numbed out and you don't really even know what's going on? Because emotions are indicators to let us know. And that's the same thing with anxiety. The next one I said is increases. Alcohol actually increases anxiety. So anxiety, I believe on certain levels, I know that there are medical levels of anxiety. That's not what I'm necessarily talking about here. But anxiety can be a superpower where it is a very good indicator that something's up. My environment, something's not right in my environment. I'm not connecting with this person there. I'm, I'm walking in a, on a path that I don't feel in alignment to. But if we're constantly having anxiety because of alcohol, then we can't even really get a clear indicator of what that alarm is trying to tell us. Okay. It blurs my filter. So I say things I may not mean, or they all come oozing out. And then I hurt others with my words. So how many of you have had one too many drinks and the filter begins to drop and you begin to say all the things that you have been thinking and feeling about your partner, about your job, and it just oozes out. And then you're like, oh my gosh, what did I say last night? And could I have said that in a nicer way? Because I'm not saying neglect. Maybe there's some serious stuff that you need to talk about with your spouse or with, I mean, obviously, hopefully you're not talking to your boss while you're drinking, but there's some things that you need to discuss, but you need to discuss it inside of a clear mind. Be sober minded so that you can communicate clearly. Okay. And then we don't want to hurt people with our words. We're human and we're going to mess up but we don't want to actively be doing that on a regular basis. Next, it affects my ability to calm myself because of how I'm affecting my brain. We, I teach you skills and tools inside of the Stop Over Drinking Roadmap that will help you calm, breathe, lower your blood pressure, regulate your nervous system, but you cannot do that if you are under the influence of alcohol, whether that's in the moment or the residual effects day by day by day, because it's affecting your what? Hormones, brain chemicals. Okay. Here's one. I can't cry anymore because I'm so numb. I went through years without even crying and I was numb. That was gross. When I look back now, I'm thinking, I thought that I was doing myself a favor at the time because I thought I was tough and I could just handle stuff and I've got this and I made it mean that when I was drinking, I felt better, but I really wasn't. I was numbing. I was avoiding and that's not who I know that you want to be and that's definitely not who I want to be and that's just the process of learning. Looking back now, is the beauty of how I can look back and I can share my journey with you to where you're sitting now so you can borrow my belief and walk with me through this journey, okay? Next, I cry a lot and I don't really know why. That's on the flip side. Maybe you're not crying at all 
or you're crying so much, you're just a big old mess and you have no idea why. And then you begin to start self-doubting and self-talking like, I'm so stupid. What's wrong with me? I'm oversensitive. That's not okay either because that's not emotional regulation either. Alcohol gives me brain fog, so I feel dumb or confused. That's another emotional thing. I don't want to feel dumb. I don't want to feel like I can't learn. And you know brain fog gets us, whether it's remembering things for your family or being efficient on your job. Just it's not healthy having brain fog. And a lot of times, too, if if you're drinking and your nutrition's off and you're in perimenopause, menopause, ladies, you are like triple threatening all of this. And making it so much worse with brain fog and a horrible sleep. And I promise you, let's start with removing the alcohol and then we'll go from there. Okay. What else? You keep making the list. Same thing. So here's what I want you to do. Use these, write these down and then add more if you have them. And then I want you to write at the bottom. This is me finally getting honest about alcohol and what it's doing to my physical and emotional health. I will not shame or judge myself for being honest. I will use this information and make new choices. That's what I want from you. This is not for shaming. This is not for guilt. I do not sit here inside of guilt when I tell y'all this used to be me. That I used to hide how much I drank. That I used to not cry and thought I was Miss Cool tough lady. Look at me. You know, my, my tough little self. Isn't she awesome? I don't sit here in guilt. I sit here in compassion and just awareness of, oh man, I am so, so grateful to where I'm at now that I can see so that I'm so much more fulfilled and able to handle my emotions and to let them move through my body and able to have hard conversations with people. Do I like to have hard conversations and confrontation? Absolutely not. I don't know anybody who does. However, because I have a healthy, clear mind and I can regulate my emotions, it would be worse on me if I needed to talk to someone about something or I needed to ask for something that I needed or I desired or I expected in a relationship or wanted in a relationship or something that I needed to tell my kids I expected from them or whatever, job related, spouse related, whatever. We can handle it when we know how that we feel safe in our body and we're able to regulate how we feel and we are clear and we can go, okay, well, I showed up the best of my ability Or, oh, I said something I really wish I hadn't said. Let me go back and apologize. It's just a different way of living. And I never knew that and experienced that 10 years ago. But that's why I'm here now. And I I love my life. I love continuing to grow. And I love helping you. So be on the lookout. Keep your ears open. Keep your eyes open. The Stop Drinking Overdrinking roadmap is coming and you're going to want to jump in because this is, this is, the, this is a year and this is the perfect timing right before the holidays and it's going to continue to grow. I love you. Have a great week and stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support 
so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.